This is a Daily Planet special news bulletin. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. Well, we're back here with Lois and Clark's The New Podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. We've got a pretty pretty crazy show here. Uh, to, yeah. to embarrass Ryan this for is a, a real second. For me. Yeah. Having just started watching the pilot of Lois and Clark first uh, just a couple months ago, you immediately gravitated to a character named Cat Grant. Oh, yeah. And was <laughs> devastated when you found out that she was only in one season. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still recovering. You're still recovering, <laughs> I know. Um, and we've also had demands for uh, to hear from our guest today. So like, without further ado, she's on the line already. You heard her laughing. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Tracy Scoggins here with us. Hi, Tracy. Hi there, guys. <laughs> and Ryan, I, I will send you a black armband. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm charmed. Just a weeping cat. You know? <laughs> How are you? No, I'm doing well, and I'm, I'm very happy to talk to uh, Lois and Clark oh, crowd. We're, we're very happy to have you. You were so sweet to say yes to us because we're just two weirdos sitting around my apartment talking about Lois and Clark. And right away you were like, yeah, let's do it. So we really appreciate you coming right, on. Right, Cause actors hate to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've heard that, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, uh, if you're, if you're all right here, we, we got a ton of questions for you. If you don't mind, Tracy. Well, b- shoot them. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, right away here, just looking you up, it's, it's kind of hard to ignore. You had, a ton of careers even before the acting thing started with teacher, athlete, model. Uh, how did you even find your way to acting to begin with? Well, acting was always the goal. Um, okay. the, I, I modeled and, and studied acting in New York. And I was fortunate to be able to model and pay for acting classes and, and, do, and do theater off-Broadway and um, I was very fortunate. And also, because of my sports background, mm-hmm. um, it, it was before the sports craze really hit. So I, in, and I'm not saying this boastfully much, but um, my <laughs> first year in New York, I did 23 national commercials doing kind of extreme sports. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wait, what, what type of extreme sports were you doing in, in the commercials? Uh, water ski jumping was one. Oh my God, that's badass. Um, back somersaults across the gym. Sure. Uh, walking on my hands, do, uh, springboard and platform diving. I mean, there are not a lot of models. A lot of models and actors, as you know, will say, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, right. But, Learn how to do it later on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I ran track for one commercial, and I didn't actually run track. I mean, I didn't do... I didn't do hurdles. I ran track and I, I went over and I set the hurdles up the wrong way. Oh no. Uh, yeah. And I oh, said, no. I said, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought we were filming from the other direction. Nice save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the casting agents must have been so happy to see you walk in the room. Cause like they're done. They don't need to get a stunt girl or anything. You're the one, you know, I was like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
and probably all the way to the late middle, you know, but there came a time when I was like, what, I have to walk across the hot parking lot? Maria! (laughs) (laughs) There were definitely some stunts on Lois and Clark. I don't know if you've heard the infamous water tower climbing incident. Whoa, no. What? Let's, yeah, let's jump into that real quick. What was the infamous Lois and Clark water tower climbing incident? Well, we had just wrapped the pilot. Okay. And Dean and his brother, Kelly, I believe his name is, and one of Kelly's bandmates and one of our stuntmen and I, okay, I decided it would be a really <laughs> cool idea to go to the Warner Brothers water tower and climb it. And Uh-oh. okay, let's just say there may have been some adult beverages involved. I see. Okay. okay. And um, and there, one of the guys was like, oh, it's so far over there. And I'm like, no, it's not so far. We'll just use these bicycles. Well, the bicycles belong to the security guards. Oh, oh God. <laughs> OK, so we're already in it. And we get over there. We climb the water tower, get to the top. And as you can imagine, there's only one way down. And down at the bottom is security waiting, arms akimbo. Oh, God. <laughs> and we crawl down. And when I get the giggles, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I am absolutely paralyzed when once I get the giggles. And Dean was laughing. And they called him. He was running like crazy and laughing. And they called him a bozo. And I went, you just call Superman a bozo. <laughs> <laughs> And and then they said to me, it's dark. Remember, it's dark, and we've just filmed the pilot only. Yeah, and I was going to say, they don't even know who you guys are yet. Right, right. And, and it's dark. And they go, they had me by both elbows, and they're like, who are you, young lady? What the <laughs> heck are you doing here? Who do you think you are? What's your name? And I went, I'm sorry. My name's... Terry Hatcher. Oh, <laughs> 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 And then I ran like hell. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, what a way to kick this off. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. Just the idea of climbing up that thing, that just sent a shiver down my spine. Yeah, even sober, I'm sure I would have uh, fallen off and broken my neck. Yeah, my God. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't drink anymore, and for good reason, because my friends call me a spider drunk. I'm I'm nice. I'm not one of those people that goes, what are you looking at? Right. But, um... I like to climb stuff. <laughs> You'd get along with my buddy Justin. Anytime we're well, like, drinking, like suddenly he's on someone's roof or up a tree and we don't even know how we got there. <laughs> I do that too. But you know what? It hasn't, the, the lack of alcohol hasn't curtailed it that much. I was going to say, is that something only triggered by alcohol? I guess not. Sadly, no. We, the <laughs> family was hoping so. But... <laughs> Oh, that's great, Tracy. <laughs> so I was thinking, uh, not really knowing that you were an athlete until we started doing our research and, and knowing that Dean had a, a brief athletic career, did you guys ever, did you connect on that? Did you bond over any of that stuff? Did you talk about sports? and? Um, you know, he was playing basketball a lot with the ER uh, cast. Oh, and, sure. they, and they were like a no girls treehouse over there. <laughs> but um and George Clooney's basketball court, right? Right. Yep. Um but Dean and I talked some football cuz I love football and um we both did American Gladiators. They you, you probably don't remember that show. I do remember that. that I was just one of my like favorites. my f- eyes just widened. You did American Gladiators? Well, l- l- let me qualify that. Okay. <laughs> um I 
Dean and I were both, they challenged various uh, celebrities from TV shows that, who had a reputation of being athletic. Okay. And, and remember those gigantic women on that show? And oh, I'm yeah. like, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. And, um, but I didn't even make it that far. When they introduced me, I did round off back somersaults across the gym and I snapped my Achilles. No, oh, no, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Yikes. so you never even made it to face off with the, the no, big No, I didn't woman. even get a chance to get hurt by one of those big girls. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, and, and there was no adult beverages involved there, too. So you, you're just all about it, aren't you? Well, what happens, as you know, in television and film, it's hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. So I'd gotten really warmed up, and they had it very cold in there. Mm-hmm. And by the time they're like, okay, it's you, you. Now, Tracy Scoggins. And I didn't have a chance to warm up. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, that's tough. Did that actually make it into the episode? No. Oh, uh, good. I, because while they were filming it, I was in an ambulance. Oh, okay. I, I was just, I was uh, scared for you for a second that, that that image of you just like somersaulting and then falling was all that made it into the episode. But as long as they cut it, well, that's... no, I, I landed. I landed it low, and my it sounds like a twenty-two rifle. Oof. shot Oof. and Oof. I, I hopped on one foot over to the MC and I said there's gang people in here somebody just shot me <laughs> <laughs> and he goes Tracy there's no blood get the medic okay we're getting the medic oh god <laughs> oh th- these these sport injury stories were not at all what I thought we were going but I'm loving them <laughs> Is the yeah I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised <laughs> very interesting uh, while we're on it, were there any Lotus and Clark injuries for you at all? I hope not. Uh, you never went up on the wires with Dean. On, you? on me or perpetrated by me? No, just uh, kidding. Either way, I mean. Uh, <laughs> no, I never got to fly. Um, no. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if if you did or not. But that that would make no, sense. No, I definitely had flying envy. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's 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 turn back here for uh, just All a right. second. Be- before Lois and Clark days, um, according to the internet, the first acting job I could see for you is Dukes of Hazard. Is that correct? That is correct. What an <laughs> awesome acting job to land the, like your first thing. Like that was a huge show. It was huge at the time, but it gets better. I play the new deputy deputy in town, mm-hmm. and all I had to, I was really a bad girl uh, impersonating a deputy, and all I had to do was get out of the car, flip my hair around, pull the gun out, and say, hold it right there. Well, I, <laughs> I forgot to put the emergency brake on, and the, my car goes careening down the mountain, and you can hear it go smashing into the rocks in Malibu Creek State Park. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, and they have me on the outtake reel going, ooh, oh, gosh, is that one of those expensive cars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So my, fir- my first job, I was convinced that I would never work again. But, yeah. I mean, that, that type of first job must prepare you for a lot. If that's if that's how bad things go the first time, you must be just just ready for anything. After yeah, that. not only is that a popular okay, show, bring but... it, bring it. It can't get any worse than wrecking a car on day one. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a yeah. Um, then, Trial then, by fire. Exactly. Uh, so after Dukes of Hazard, I saw Renegades, which I think was was short lived, right? It, it was short lived, but it was um, it was very it, it's it's it's. Close to my heart. It was Patrick Swayze and um, and a lot of other nice guy actors. 
and Kurtwood Smith, who I learned so much from. What an amazing actor he is. Oh, that's 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 nice that it was a, a great opportunity. I didn't realize uh, Patrick Swayze was in it. That's awesome. Yeah, my first series was with Patrick Swayze, and it was me and five guys, and it was sort of a precursor to 21 Jump Street, except two years too early. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. And uh, we were, you know, teenage gang members that were forced to comply with the law. Oh, yeah, that does sound familiar. You're right. Yeah, and uh, it was fun. Uh, Patrick Swayze and I had a hand-walking contest one time over on Paramount. <laughs> and and Patrick, our buddy, as we called him, uh, buddy won. And, of course, being competitive as I am, I'm like, big deal, you beat a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so so the Paramount, Paramount Warner Brothers. Do, right does, oh, yeah, sorry. We're right by the Burbank Airport, so a, a plane is going overhead right now. Oh, know them well, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so Paramount and Warner Brothers, are, are there any studios in town that aren't afraid of you? <laughs> well, I think the statute of limitations is run out. That's lucky. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wait. There is there is one. Let me slip this in. I played a, a Cardassian on Deep Space Nine. Yes. And the two other women science officers, Cardassian science officers, were a little bit um, claustrophobic in because it's massive prosthetic makeup. Right. And for me, it was like, it's Halloween. Nice. So every time they <laughs> needed to take a break, I would just wander around the lot and like terrorize children on field trips and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and go up to executives and go, Hey, dream bulge. But, um, and finally security called the deep space nine stage and said, um, could you, could you try to keep your aliens contained over there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're, you're, (laughs) You have fun on set, don't you? I have fun anywhere. I have fun at the grocery store. I just like to have fun. Life's too short not to. Especially when you're when you're making believe for a living. It must it must be hard not to not to enjoy that all the time. Well, it is, and especially when you're that much in disguise, it's like a license to misbehave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you get characters like Cat that are in and of themselves a license to misbehave, too. Right, right. Right. But it's been my observation professionally mm-hmm. that – how can I put this? When you see someone who's a good villain, there's a very good chance that in real life they'll drive you to the airport, they'll bring you soup when you're <laughs> sick, and, and the, the, the converse applies also. Really? Sure. Okay. Sure. That's my observation. I mean, you know, and I've I've done some. I, I have no shortage of observation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's why we got you on the phone here, Tracy. That's what it's all about. But you know, because people who are used to being to being nice and courteous in real life, um, when they say action, and you get to be a villain, you just let her rip. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. They they enjoy being able to turn it off for a second. Yeah. Right. The, and also, you know, you can there there are more layers that you can do with a naughty character because, you know, you can go pet this feed the stray cat or or do some hold the door open for an elderly person and it it's more layers when you're pe- playing a noble character like like Superman, mm-hmm. every choice has to be honorable. Yeah, that right. makes sense. 
That makes sense. And honestly, uh, uh, jump, <laughs> we're jumping all around. I'm sorry, Tracy. But uh, uh, talking about Cat kind of in that context, you know, early on in the pilot, the first couple episodes, you're very much a foil to Lois's character. But but after that, when we get into season one, you start getting some very humanizing, like wonderful scenes that are a little bit what you're talking yeah, about like there. The you don't expect a... it to come uh, yeah. out. I, 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 and I really appreciated those scenes. Bryce Zabel wrote um, right. an episode where we go to Kat's house. Yes. Uh, that didn't sound right. To Kat's apartment. <laughs> um, and and I say, excuse me while I change into something more comfortable. And Clark is just like, oh, how could it get any more comfortable? And, <laughs> and I come out, and this was a request on my part, and they were very uh, – accommodating to me on certain, you know, creative input. Sure. And they, the costume designer who was fabulous said, what would you like to wear for this scene? And I said, I'd like to wear my college track suit or whatever your variation of that was. Like, I, I don't know if you've noticed it, but it, no, I, I remember went, you come out in gray sweats, right? Gray sweats. Very good memory. Yeah. And very girl next door. I remember that scene. Track team. <laughs> That's right. And I look and I, you know, I've washed the makeup off my face and I'm completely the opposite of what you'd expect to come out of the bathroom. But also perfect to seduce Clark Kent, too. I love yeah, that that's scene. Like, that's like Clark's dream come true. OK, I brought my cat Bubba to the set because I thought it would be a nice touch to have him in the scene. Uh-huh. Well, Randall Zisk, who was the, who directed that episode, didn't entirely agree with my <laughs> my idea. <laughs> but he said, he said, the cats never work out. Okay. And I said, please, please, please. He goes, okay, we'll try him in the rehearsal. And if he works out in the rehearsal, he can be in the scene. And it was a scene where Clark and I have, if you recall, have several, it's a nice little arc. There's, there's a, an aha moment for Clark. Mm -hmm. There's a sweet moment. There's a funny moment. It's a nice scene. And during the rehearsal, Bubba the cat sat on the fireplace and just like a statue. Nice. Perfect. And Randall Good job, said, Bubba. Okay, Tracy, you were right. Well, he can stay. <laughs> when we're actually rolling film, the cat walked down the, the mantle and knocked everything off and watched it fall like Rupert the monkey cat. <laughs> no. Yes. Classic cat behavior. Oh, Bubba, yeah. you, you messed it up, man. Yeah, his he big was, chance at stardom. He was so close. What he did... got sent to his trailer. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Zix got him out of there. Uh -huh. Yeah, Randall won. Oh, this, it's tough. And that that was to me one of the humanizing scene. And the other one was, and I I, I am a Roman Catholic, mm -hmm. and and in the scene when the meteor was headed toward Earth. Um, oh, another Bryce episode, I think. Another Bryce episode. Yeah. Bryce Bryce had me down, <laughs> and um, and I'm in the confessional, and and that's it turns into somewhat of a funny scene, but um, because I end up asking my priest, um, isn't there something you'd like to try before you die? <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear him slam the door and run. <laughs> I love that. And before that too, you're playing it so straight and she's she's really afraid of being alone, and, and you feel bad for her, and then then she well, turns it at the end. It's great. Right. And and I'm crying, and the 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 crew and everyone there was so lovely. The crew was so lovely, mm -hmm. and they were very very quiet because they they know that most actors like to have silence to prepare for a crying scene. And everyone was so quiet. I'm like, 
hey, dudes, I'm like the happy Gilmore kind of actor. Okay? <laughs> All this quiet is making me nervous. OK, <laughs> bringing me down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, kind fun. of speaking in that same vein, there's an episode later in the season where you finally kind of approach Lois and you're, you're basically asking if, if she's even human, you know, if, if she's even fallible. The episode's called Witness. I don't know if you remember it, but uh, it was Do really I say nice something change. to her? Like, I, I like it because I'm like, you have everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, you have everything. Why, why aren't you happy? Why... You know, can't can't you just flip me a fizzy? Exactly. Like the whole episode, she's being chased by someone, but she's not letting it get to her. And you're just basically like, admit that you're scared. Right. You can be human now. It's great. Right. It was it was a great episode. I mean, it was it was it was a nice moment for both of us. And I think conflict. I don't think it. I know it. Conflict makes for good entertainment, whether it's drama or comedy or dramedy or anything in between. Sure. And I think that conflict and the and the very disparate char- uh, personalities of Lois and Cat made for some good um moments. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Some, some of the strongest favorite. of the first season, yeah. They were also very um oh, and cuz I'm a big sci-fi geek, the the pilot was and one other episode was uh, directed by Robert Butler. Yes, who of directed course. The Cage, which later became the, the Menagerie. Yep. Oh, and, look at you. Oh, I'm I'm a, such a geek. You have no idea. I'm oh. Sitting, I'm sitting here wearing Star Wars pajamas, looking at a Chewbacca backpack. Okay. What? You have you're having a good Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ryan's got a Star Wars shirt on too. So we're we're personal. really. Yeah. Aw. What does your say? Uh, mine has Darth Vader's TIE Fighter on it, and it says okay. Star Wars kind of in like a kind of classic font. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, you win. Mine's silly. What is yours? What um, is yours? Well, it's just because I'm still thin, I I bought mine in the little girl's department. <laughs> 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 and they're while they're a little short sleeved and short legged, um, it's uh, it's Chewbacca. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong with Chewbacca. Oh, that's an image you've painted. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, boy, that isn't that just the opposite of a sex phone call? Yeah, I just realized that that was totally a "what are you wearing" moment. Yeah, sorry about right. that. <laughs> I'm wearing really like. The the incredible Hulk sized pajamas. Oh, <laughs> I'm turning red over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're, we're, um, be, before we get into into the rest of the Lois and Clark stuff, uh, one thing I couldn't find online: when did you first hear about it? How did you get involved with it at all? With what? With Lois and Clark. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh, just like every like the re- the other thousand girls that went up for the part. My my agent submitted me, and I went in and uh, had a couple of callbacks, and then you go to the network, mm-hmm. and at the network, I didn't. I felt like I did very poorly, and I called my manager and I said, I said, Wendy, do not call for feedback. I want them to forget that they ever met me. Oh, that no. way, I'll have at least a scrap of a chance of ever working for ABC again. Oh, oh God. Man. And, and she goes, hold on a second. And I'm like, no, no, stay with me. And she goes, hold on. And she comes back and she goes, that was them. You got it. (laughs) 
What, what? Well, obviously it went well. What did you think went so poorly in, in the audition? I don't know. I think, I guess it's just because of my sports background and I don't know, and debating background and competitive chess background, <laughs> I just always want things to be perfect. Sure. Yeah, I can relate with that. And, um, and I, it wasn't the way I did it in the mirror at home. Oh, okay. Right, right. You got nervous or whatever and. Well, I wasn't nervous. It's just, I just felt like, why, I forgot that beat. Oh, and I forgot that other beat, too. Now, now do you think they had known you from, from other stuff, too, at the time? Like, like Colby's and, and Dynasty and all that? Um, probably. I yeah. think I think there was some um, consistency of leadership there at ABC at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had done so much with ABC. And they knew me uh, in spite of my indiscretions that we've spoken of earlier. Of <laughs> uh, I did have a good reputation as a good company girl. So. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, well, thankfully, thankfully you did think it went well or it went badly because it wound up working out. You you got the part. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, with covering, uh, we've heard your audition, you got the part, everything's awesome. Had you read the script at that point or they just given you sides? Like when, when did you first, uh, read the script uh, for the pilot, and what, what was your what was your reaction for it? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was just just uh, awesome with pecan pie on the side. <laughs> yeah, it's it, a really interesting take on the on the mythos of Superman that hadn't really been done before. So that's got to be right. Yeah. Did you no, have any? I, I was ex- a fan of the old. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think you were just about to answer what I was going <laughs> to ask. <laughs> Yeah, did you have any uh, past love or interest in Superman before? Of course, yeah. I mean, um, I was a fan of the Christopher Reeve, may he too rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I was a huge Superman fan. I'm the son my father never had. I'm a a 12-year-old boy trapped in the body of an aging cheerleader. (laughs) Wearing wearing Wookiee pajamas, so yes. you're okay. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> um, so I, I, I imagine, I honestly don't know, I, that you'd done some pilots before this. Did you get a sense doing Lois and Clark that it was going get, to get picked up? Like, did you did you have that, that kismet feeling with it? Or? Yes, yes. Yeah. It felt it felt like a winner on every level. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome. That, that that was there on set even when that was happening. Right. I mean, I mean, look at look at. Uh, Every department brought their A game, you know, from from sets to props to sound to to costuming to uh, everything. And Lane Smith, another one that goes down as one of my all-time favorite actors. I learned so much from him. And what a kind and wonderful person. And he should have won an Oscar for Francis. He should have won the Oscar that year for Best Supporting Actor. I've heard people say that before. I got to check yeah. that out. Actually, and I mean, his portrayal of Perry is just a blast. Oh. He's just—he's a delight <laughs> anytime he's on screen. And to have him be an Elvis fan, how cool is that? Yeah, oh, yeah. so much fun. Just like it's—it's it's fun for me because uh, I'm a longtime fan since I was a kid. Ryan is new to the show and just kind of trusted me before we started this podcast to come yeah, along for I, the ride. I'm but, not sure if I have Stockholm syndrome or not. <laughs> <laughs> But but just rewatching it with him recently, it, like as a kid, you know the Superman stuff is is what you're looking for. But but the stuff with with you guys all together at the Daily Planet is just the joy of watching these episodes. Oh, I'm glad. You know, 
and as an actor, that's just, you know, it's, I imagine it's the way a teacher feels when she runs into someone, you know, down the road that says, thank you for helping, you know, helping me. I, I, I made it through college or something. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of, you know, you feel like, well, I did okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry. You did more than okay. (laughs) For sure. No, but you know what I mean? It's, it's nice to, yeah, that's gotta, that's gotta be rewarding. And I really had a good time with Michael Landis and I was so happy to see him go on and have a, have such a nice career. Yes. And after, after both of you split after the, the first season. Right. Yeah. Um, before, I, I want to ask about that, of course. Um, but just uh, uh, watching, rewatching you now uh, as Kat, there's an awesome uh, just openness about her sexuality as a character. Was was that something that you were excited for or that you guys discussed? Because it's almost it's almost the character you see in a lot of sitcoms played by guys it's like the joey tribbiani or the right right the sam malone of just that you know she's she's got one thing on her mind was that something um that you were excited to play or nervous about or no i wasn't nervous because it's not really the it's a departure from tracy somewhat Mm -hmm. so again it was fun it's like playing the villain to to play the overtly uh, obscenely sexual sort of um (laughs) sure uh, blatantly, I should say, um, sort of like, that's, that's a great example. Sam Malone and Joey and, and, um, and Charlie Sheen and yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and I have to ask too, like we've talked about already, you know, she's, she was created as a foil for Lois Lane, it seems, but then she, she started getting more humanized as the series went on. Was that a reaction to you as an actress or was that a plan that they had for Kat all along? Do you feel? Um, you know, I'm not sure anything is every, is ever just one reason. Anytime some, something seems like a big change, Mm -hmm. it's never just, there's never just one motivation for it. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen that change, uh, come, come full circle. Sure. Um, but it didn't. And, you know, case er, sera, sera. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. But no, I mean, there, you know, there was a plan, but, you know, television thing, things are very liquid and, um, and things happen and, um, they, they don't always, the, the original, as they call it in television, they'll usually write, um, a five year Bible for a mm-hmm. show. And, um, it, it doesn't, we don't always make it to the new Testament. <laughs> sure. Well, kind of along those same lines, did you, uh, you know, have any influence on where that character went or didn't, you know, um, any I'll chats say, with Bryce or anything like that? Well, we were all very, you know, we were very friendly and, and, you know, often ate together and lunch and everything. And, um, they did allow me. I will say some fun with improv. Like there's one scene, I think it's in the pilot where I'm walking in and there's some dead space because I have to get from all the way from the door to Lois, to my desk that's next to Lois's desk. Sure. And, 
And I think it was Robert Butler, but please don't don't hold me to this. <laughs> he goes, we've got some from some dead air here, Tracy. You want to just throw an improv in there? And that's like for me throwing the duck in the pond. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, sure. So I'm walking in and there are flowers on Lois's desk. And as I walk past her, I say, oh, I see you sent yourself flowers again. <laughs> I, I specifically remember that. Yeah, that was a uh, Tracy. I think that was the moment where I was like, oh, I'm on board for Cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And uh, I believe somebody, I, don't, I can't remember who, <laughs> uh, questioned my improv. And the director said, uh, well, because we had dead air and it was funny. So, so it's in, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> Director wins. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we've talked about it a bunch and we didn't, you know, we watch episodes generally when, when we're not doing interviews and talk about it. We didn't want to make you have to go back and do any research or anything, but um, are there any favorite episodes of yours uh, looking back? I know we've talked about some, some of the great cat scenes um but but anything else that that comes to mind for you from from that time oh yeah definitely the one we already talked about you Mm -hmm. know at my apartment because that was very humanizing and um uh, i thought the pheromone episode was funny oh that's a great one (laughs) yeah we we just covered that one actually that's funny and the, the heat wave was pretty funny i i'm oh and another thing that i tried to do with my character was make her very feline. And, and since you guys have a cat, (laughs) you, you know, you'll know what I'm saying. I, when everyone else in the, in the daily planet conference room would be seated in a chair, I would be perched on a ledge or perched on a cabinet or something. I've noticed that. That's funny you say that. The way cats like to be higher than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, when I'm standing next to Superman, when Lois and I are both saying, he can stay at my house. Yep. <laughs> um, I lean over and I, sn- I smell him very subtly. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Oh, we have to rewatch so yeah. much now. That's awesome. That. And so I try to throw as many. Oh, and another thing, you know, my beauty mark. Okay. Sure. No one ever, you know, I was not a squeaky wheel. And so no one ever really fig- – they figured, oh, well, she's going to match herself and blah, 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 sure. and we don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But so I would t- – I, now you have to go back and see that in direct cuts, I would have my beauty mark on a different side. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your own uh, marking. You, you do that yourself rather than have makeup <laughs> yeah. do it, and that <laughs> led well, to the – well, they might do it the first time, but not the second. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Excellent. Very nice Easter egg. <laughs> I know that you're thinking that's why I didn't come back, but it's not. No, I, not oh, I doubt, I doubt that very much. No, I'm thinking I, w- I wish I was on set with you at some point. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. I got to say, one of, my, one of my favorite parts of your character are just the uh, zany, very 90s uh, wardrobe choices she makes. Um, do you have any memory of any of those dresses or weird blouses or anything like that? Did you happen to grab any of them and bring them home with you? Uh, no, I did not bring them home. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed wearing them because when you put on something like that, there, you know, you it helps you become the character. Oh, sure. sure. I, sure. I imagine it's yeah. hard not to in something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but I had fun wearing them. I mean, as you know, in retrospect, every decade looks silly. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the color, uh, the color schemes of these things are just so like that that midpoint between eighties and nineties where we're still using like not quite those uh, like electric mm-hmm. brights, but like oh right, we, yeah, we we've we've just left the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah. We haven't gotten to. Uh... <laughs> it's very nostalgic. That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, well, to turn it to to the big question, and uh, uh, what was it that um, that made you uh, not come back for season one? I, I read somewhere uh, that you wound up being cast in the pilot. Is that correct? I did. I got cast in a sci-fi uh, pilot called Galaxy Beat. Okay. And. Gregory Harrison and I, and oh, I've forgotten, I've forgotten his name. And he and he went on and did, he did Becker, but anyway, we were Galactic Peacekeepers, and it was a sci-fi comedy done by um, Alan Spencer, who did Sledgehammer, who's just one of the funniest humans alive, mm-hmm. and um, and directed by Les Landau, who directed a couple oh, of wow. you know, yeah some great Superman episodes. Yes. so I felt very much at home. He actually also directed uh, the Deep Space Nine too. Oh, cool. oh really? In your seasons too? Or uh-huh. your seasons? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so, so that was the the idea of of starring in this pilot led you away from from Lois and Clark, I assume. Well, um, it I wrapped Lois and Clark on a Friday, and I started filming Galaxy Quest, and I mean Galaxy Beat. Galaxy Beat. <laughs> Galaxy Beat on Monday. Oh wow! That's I, there's never just one thing, and it's it's not my place to go. But if you ever look up what Lane Smith had to say in Metropolis, you will find the riddle solved. Oh, okay, indeed, good to know. Indeed, <laughs> you are sending us on, on a lot of a lot of Easter egg hunts. This yeah. is good. Uh-huh. I like, I like these. <laughs> um, well, it seems like you've done a lot of sci-fi, and I, I read that you have uh, a lot of reverence for sci-fi. What are some of your favorite uh, movies, books, films, whatever? Um, oh, I love Neil Gaiman. I, oh, I, absolutely. I've, I've read so much Neil Gaiman. He's amazing. Like, are you, did you know they're doing American Gods as a TV I show? sure do. I'm, I sure so, do. I'm so excited. I am too. No, I mean, Neil Gaiman rocks. He's so, see, he's so quirky and intellectual with his sci-fi, and which brings me to another one like that, which is Isaac Asimov. Okay. Oh, I've never done any Asimov. I actually have... A couple that my grandma gave me that I got to pick. Yeah. yeah, I've never read. Yeah, and uh, of course, you know who who doesn't like Ray Bradbury? Of course. Oh yeah. And um, did you ever I, go through a Vonnegut phase? No, I didn't. <laughs> I think that that's where that's that's the line that separates the boys from the tomboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy I that. I really, I really do. I, I've generally I've seen that it's very much like a an early twenties male thing. Right. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't dislike it, but it was never an obsession. Yeah. Sure. Never connected. Sure. Yeah. But it sounds like, sounds like from what you said earlier too, you've got some, some crazy Star Trek reverence too. Oh, I mean, I don't know if we, if we have time to go here, but oh, yeah. my first day on the set of, um, of Babylon five, mm-hmm. I'm not the first day, but my first day working with Walter Koenig who played Chekhov on the original. Oh, he was on that. That's right. Yeah. So I, I practiced my lines so much the night before because I knew I'd be nervous meeting him. <laughs> and 
And then it just blurted out. It just vomited out. I said, I said, so if the Telosians were so advanced, why were they unable to rebuild Captain Christopher Pike in his original form? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, security. He's like, oh, no, they've made it onto set now. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's like, who put you up to this? And I'm like, sadly, no one. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You've been in, obviously, Lois and Clark, in Babylon 5, Star Trek. You've been in so many big, really cool genre stuff. What Highlander. You, Highlander. Highlander, that's right. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, what do you get um, identified with or, or recognized for most, do you feel? Mm, it depends on where I am and, mm. you know, what demographic but probably Babylon five. And if I'm doing charity work at assisted living homes, uh, dynasty. Very cool. What, Um, I mean, it's gotta be a blast being able to portray some sort of some of these sci-fi characters, like to play an alien. I'm such a fan. I mean, I, I, you know, that was no, no accidental slip about galaxy quest. I love galaxy quest. It's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite. I'm, Right Wonderful movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A perfect film, in my opinion. Yes. Me too. Absolutely perfection. And, of course, Avatar is is the, near the very top of my list. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, I, I, I must say, though, uh, I was not as thrilled as I had planned to be with Star Wars. Oh, really? Tell but me despite the pajamas. Despite the pajamas, well, it doesn't stop my fandom. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, Harrison Ford is Han Solo, and and when Ray says, "Oh, I bypassed, I bypassed the compressor," aren't I ever so clever? You couldn't do it, and it's your Millennium, millennium Falcon, <laughs> and aren't I clever? And you're and you're the legend, the mythic legend that everyone's here to paying their money to see, and yet I bypassed the compressor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't buy that. Didn't buy it. No. I mean, come on. She couldn't. She couldn't get enough scrap metal to make her sea monkey pie. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and she can randomly pull that off. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. When when Han Solo can't, it's the Han Solo part that bothered me. That's what's bothering yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I buy that. I yeah, think they so were I, trying to play him as, as tired, maybe, or something like that, or distracted. But I, I, wait, I, I what, won't say it, that you're. But when when did Chewie go to a spa? Okay, why? I had that question too. Yeah. <laughs> why was his hair so perfect? Yep. <laughs> I, I don't think like Han grooms him. You know, like that. I don't think that's something that happens. Yeah, and no, you'd think I, over time it would get a little more raggedy. Like, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's ready to sing "Memories Under the Moonlight." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Tracy, this has been awesome. Yeah, I, um, what a blast. Real quick, you, you started on a, an epic series, uh, Dukes of Hazard. if you can't tell. I'm a huge fan. Um, you've been on so much stuff. And then the, the recent stuff, you've been on Castle and, and NCIS and all that. Have you found uh, that the industry has changed at all or, or is – are there things that should have changed that that haven't, or, or is it still? There, there are like things fun? that have changed, mm-hmm. but I prefer to look at at a at an overflowing glass. When when I when I I just did a little a little 
a little cameo on Castle, and I had Nathan Fillion, Firefly. <laughs> um, Captain Mal. Yeah. I mean, he was moving my chair for me when they did the turnaround. And, I mean, he couldn't have been a more lovely person. And the same the same on NCIS with Michael Weatherly and Mark Harmon mm-hmm. and – and of course, my favorite Ducky, because I go back to you know, man from Uncle days. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's still it's still a fun fun experience for you. Yes, and I and, and oddly, I'm since I last spoke to you earlier in the day, I'm now leaving Sunday for Los Angeles for for three different auditions and meetings. Oh, that's Ooh, awesome! Well, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Thank to you. It. Thank you. That's fantastic. Um, doing all the guest spots that you've had on, on all these different series, is there a, a favorite experience that you've had or like a favorite set that you've been on where you've thought like, oh, I, I wish I could hang out here a little bit more or, or the creative energy was, was that much more fulfilling on that set or anything like that? Oh, gosh, that's a tough question. Um, uh... <laughs> Sorry, putting you on the spot here. It's no, okay. Because no, I, I, I don't, I don't mind. I didn't get the, you know, the shame gene. Um, <laughs> it's just that I, Lonesome Dove comes to mind, but I was a series regular on that, so it doesn't really count. Um, but no, but fair was, enough. Like that, that was that was the the creative atmosphere that that you enjoyed the most. Yeah, I I think it's in the top three. And everyone was so kind and 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 so willing to do somebody else's job and so willing to, you know, kindness trumped everything there. Oh, and it was awesome. shot in, in Calgary, Alberta. Oh, well, that explains a little bit of it. <laughs> Which to me was like Texas with elk. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. A lot of open spaces, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, again, Tracy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. We, and so that the listener knows, I almost totally screwed this up because I thought, you know, living in Los Angeles, the world revolves around Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. So we had, we had set a time frame and I didn't even think about uh, different uh, time zones. But you were so yeah. nice about reworking your day uh, in order to fit this in we we couldn't thank you enough yeah could it be more well my friends out there let me tell you that matt was like is it like earlier there or later (laughs) (laughs) we don't need to share everything (laughs) (laughs) no but i i I was very grateful and, and you kept saying it was fine and i kept apologizing i you you said are are you are you upset? And I said, no, if I'm upset, cat will let you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And my heart skipped a beat and it was just, <laughs> sure. it was the best. Um, Tracy, there, there's Tracy uh, Is there anywhere else people uh, uh, can look out know, for you? Anything to plug? Uh, well, I'm not, I can't say anything yet, Sure. but, um, you know, if if you can feel free to link my IMDb page because that that always um, that will tell people what I'm going to be on. Yeah, we'll do. Because you know how on the side they'll say what what's showing or what you've just finished. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. In production yeah. or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great. We'll do, Tracy. All right. Well, thank you 
so much once again. And thank and you. You guys are fun. I enjoyed this. <laughs> oh, great, you too. We really appreciate it, and glad we got to to get it while we were doing season one, so that we could yeah, do it while yeah. we're still covering your episodes. It, it's yeah. just it's I've, been a blast. I'm still mourning your loss, and you're not even out of the show for me. <laughs> so bummed. But uh, I, I really hope your auditions go well and you have a good time when you're out in L.A. as, as best you can. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I have a good time. Wonderful. Good deal. Well, thank you very much, Tracy. Have a great night. Oh, wait. May I just say one last thing? And you don't have to use this, but you I want you to floor, know it. Take the by all means. Um, I took a two-and-a-half-year family leave to help my mother battle breast cancer. Oh, my God. And, and sometimes when you look at someone's resume – and you go, wow, what happened to them? I, I wish people would realize that actors are human too, and we do human things. And um, yeah, and you have lives to live, you know. You and we have people, the audience anything. We have people we love more than anything. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, um, my mother had cancer as well. Is is your mother well? She's the best she's ever been. She's in heaven. Oh, my, my mission is over. Yeah, I'm very sorry for your loss. But, no, but thank but you. You did what you had to do. That that's that's. And it was the best job I ever had. You asked course. me the best job I ever had. That was it. Nice. Of course, Tracy. Well, that, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. You, you too, Tracy. Good night, bye, bye, Tracy. Tracy. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a blast. That was awesome. What a treat, man. Yeah, I, like I said at the end there, I almost screwed this up for us. That was close. Big time. Yeah. But I mean, anyone could have made that mistake who's never done this sort of thing before. <laughs> who's never, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it didn't even occur to Like, it really was just like, unless you're in New York, I assume everyone knows what time it is in Los Angeles. And oh, yeah. if you don't live here, you're just going by that. You right. know, like, exactly. Exactly. It's because I'm an asshole. But yeah. like, even when you said the times were off, I was like, oh, so she's in New York. I didn't even think about that there was anywhere else she could be. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. No, but like, for the record, there was nothing we could do to change the time around that we had decided. Yeah, no. And she moved her day around to talk with us for an hour. Yeah, so, which like, is just so, so gracious. So amazing. Yeah, yeah I, so I, sweet. I, I don't think Did we not have be, to do that. No, yeah. I was so appreciative. That's really cool. And it's just so nice that uh, to, to have these people willing to come and, and participate in the fandom. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I agree. It's really, it's really cool to see. It's not like you, you always worry, especially like as we're trying to talk to more people and especially since like we've had people request Tracy yeah, a yeah. lot and you like specifically were like, we got we to gotta talk to yeah. Scoggins, you know? We, we've been kind of hush-hush about this, but, like, I've been pushing to, like, try and get Scoggins for a while. From day yeah. one. And Matt, with his fucking expertise, made it happen. <laughs> Thanks, but you're, man. you're always worried about, like, Shatner on SNL. Like, that, yeah. that yeah. persona, like, Lewis and Clark? Like, why the hell are you still watching? You know? Like, yeah, yeah. But, but so far, we've, we've lucked out with people that, that have great memories of it yeah. and, and had a great time doing it and we're just willing to to share with us so like right what so sweet of her 
so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> really and, cool. And she's just fun. She's just got such a nice persona, and she's just so uh, a joyous person. Yeah, it's like she's the type of person that seems to celebrate just being alive mm-hmm. and appreciates every day. And that's so encouraging for a person like me who's cynical and beaten and like cries all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crying every episode. People don't see it, but you know. Oh, Isn't there a song? Now we have to pay for it. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> That's all right. We've hummed the James Bond theme. All right, on I this. Think we'll be we're okay. fine. Um, but yeah, um, no, I agree. And like, just researching her, you know, I, I knew about some stuff that she had in Babylon. And all I knew that. about Babylon. I didn't know she had such a wide breadth. But of like, work. oh my god, fucking Dukes of Hazard. A bunch of shows that my mom would be like, what? And then she was in, like, the Aaron Spelling camp with the Colbys and Dynasty for all that time. Like, when Aaron Spelling was Aaron Spelling, you know? When he could push a button and somebody would explode on the other side of the country. Right, right. That's so cool what what she's dealt with. And, like, also an incredible range of, like, other stuff that she's done. Like, the the athletics and stuff. Yeah, such an interesting path to get get where she ended up. Yeah. So cool. Um, So cool. It's just... Awesome, awesome to, to talk with her. And now every time I see the WB Water Tower, I'll be imagining her and... And Dean, Dean and Dean's brother and drunk Dean, up there. Dean's <laughs> drummer brother. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, I didn't know he had a brother. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening to our, our Daily Planet special news bulletin here. Or, or we should probably call it like Cat's Corner or something. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you ever... Is Cat's Corner the name of her? In the comics. They, I don't think they ever really mention it on the show. Okay. If they do, I'll be corrected on Zoom Ways, and that's that's fine. I'll be happy to know about it. Yeah. We but, love you, um, Zoom Ways. Uh, but yeah, like, if anybody ever sees her in person or, like, at a convention or whatever, please do thank her for us or, like, mention that you heard her here because... Yeah. The, we're just so appreciative that yeah. she was able to do this. And she's so great. And I'm sure if you went up and talked to her, she would just be absolutely charming. Yeah. She's a, Make sure a you dog. have an hour because she'll keep talking to you. And it's yeah, a beautiful, wonderful yeah, she's thing. She's got so many great stories. Um, I wish we could have chatted longer, really. Yeah, amen. Um, amen. But um, as always, we, we will try not to, you know, tease or goad whoever we're trying to get on here or, like, get viewers... Hopes or listeners, viewers. What are you viewing? Listeners, hopes up. Yeah, well, we're not we, going to announce these things unless we know they're going to happen. Exactly. So but I try and keep mum about them. I will say we are looking at comments. Mm-hmm. We are looking at forum posts. Mm-hmm. We know who we're supposed to be going after. Mm-hmm. We know who we'd like to talk to as yep. well. Yep. So whenever we can make this this happen, these interviews, we will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're glad you guys enjoy them. We yeah, do, we do too. So thanks very much. Check out uh, Tracy's IMDb and Tracy's site. Go watch some Babylon Five, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, look for her in some new things. It sounds like she might either have something secretly brewing that she can't talk about, which she kind of implied, mm-hmm. or uh, she's got some really interesting auditions to come to. Yep. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. As always, leave comments, do stuff. Oh. Let's do this real quick. Okay. I don't even know if I told you this. We have iTunes comments. Oh, uh, what? And, it, and, and they're not mean. If I had a rap horn, I would blow it right now. <laughs> this is a good thing to do in this episode. It's like a little bonus thing. So yeah. I'm literally... Bonus. Lois bonus. Clark. Bonus. Uh, I, bonus. I spelled... Oh, bonus. Okay. Is Nobody's enough? listening. Is that anymore. enough? No, uh, don't yeah. leave, guys.
Uh, I know I'm the worst. I spelled our podcast. Comment and tell me. But here we, here we are. Okay, so let's let's do some shouting out here. Double D seven 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 and million sevens said sweet balls. Solid yet ironic. More more more. Each one wow. of those more is spelled differently. So thank you very much, Double D seven. What does it mean? You solid yet ironic? Is that a compliment? I'll take it. I love it. I'll take it. I love irony. <laughs> Ironically, or I mean, before it was oh. cool to, oh, right. lo- to yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, Ironically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then we've got Conrad Halling, Halling, Halling. I'm going to go with uh, these guys. Know way too much about Superman <laughs> and related topics. <laughs> this is fun, even if you've never watched the show. Thank you very much, Conrad. We yeah, that's really very appreciate gracious. it. Thank um, you. We will shout out. Anybody and everybody who leaves us comments on stuff. Well, that is unless we start getting millions and millions. In which case, we'll do it. I don't care. We'll do episodes just Matt, about it. Matt will be doing those episodes <laughs> alone. I'll be sitting here alone. Little Bear will be walking by. Caroline is crying in the bedroom. But and I'll be, I'll, I'll probably somewhere. I'll else. probably feel bad for not doing it. I'll be at home like not doing anything, being like, man, I really should be with Matt I right really now. Should be with them. I'm a real piece of work. Uh, but thank you for your reviews. Thank you everybody who has voiced opinions on who we should have I, I, we don't need like a big on flux of it because i think i think we know yeah we have some we after. have some goals but we don't mind hearing from you and even if if they're unrealistic we'll it's, it's fun to be engaged yeah for sure uh but thank you all for listening and for lois and clark i'm matt truex i'm ryan albertson folk well, off okay folk folk <laughs> off let's do it together let's do it one two oh, am i supposed to be counting no, it, it'll be Wayne's World Rules. It'll be five, five four, four, three. Folk off. off! I thought I didn't know it was the three was silent. <laughs> Wayne's World. Oh, whatever. It's been a while. Goodbye. Goodbye.